0: Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday Take me to New York, i like to see L.A. I really want to come kick it with you You'll be my American boy, American boy <laughs> <laughs> guys um that song was stuck in my head and i just had to share that with you those were good times like when that song was released i think the world made a lot of sense doesn't make a lot of sense right now but um okay guys so welcome 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 to a word with kukuletu i'm kukuletu i am your host and the creator of this podcast thank you so much if you're here if you're already part of the sexy healers gang and you're just tuning in doing your daily (laughs) check-in i really appreciate you coming back if you're here for the first time thank you for joining us um i hope you'll stay i hope you don't leave us um yeah guys um as you can see from the title of this episode already Um, This episode, I'm going to be exploring 19 lessons that I have learned at 19. Um, Well, I'm 19 years old. I'll be 20 next year. Um, I feel very... I have to be honest. I feel very old. I feel very behind in life. Um, But you know what? It's always good to reflect. And I think that um, it's a great time to release this episode coinciding with the end of the year. Um, just to do some reflections on, you know, what it is I've learned. Um, I think that there's a lot of pressure, no matter what stage of life you're at, there's always pressure to be more, do more, do this, do that. Um, And so I just wanted to share with you guys some of the lessons that I have learned in my 19 years of life um and hopefully they resonate um hopefully there's something that you can take from here some food for thought that you can like munch on and (laughs) hopefully you'll also have something to share um yeah so i i don't i want us to get right into it because there are 19 lessons to get through and um it's going to be hard for me because I usually like to go into depth of everything, but I'm going to try to keep it short and simple and sweet and concise as much as possible. So, all right, let's 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 start. So for me, lesson number one, you have to try. You have to try. Um... I I was at a point in my life, or I've had points in my life, where I was genuinely afraid to try things. I was afraid because I didn't want to fail. um, And that held me back so much, you know. There's so many things that I look back on now that I'm like, I should have just tried, you know. Um, And I, I think that's something that I'll be taking with me from this point forward, is that you just have to try, you know. Because you really don't know um, what can come from deciding to try something, you know, deciding to have courage? So, that is the first lesson, guys. You have to try. Lesson number two do not be afraid of the rabbit hole. Don, don, don. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the rabbit hole, you guys. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure most of us are familiar with the movie Alice in Wonderland. Um, Even the matrix, you know, the same kind of concept uh, applies. This year, um, I would say this year and beginning in 2020 was for me the beginning of a lot of unveiling of a lot of things I had believed to be true. And it was a time for me to really reflect on what it is that I see around me and what I have to take at face value and what it is that I have to do my own research on and really come to my own understanding about. And I'm really glad I did that because as much as you might be called crazy, there's nothing that replaces the peace of mind, you know, when you, um, decide to be brave and you decide to go into the messy parts that no one wants to talk about, um, (laughs) All I'm going to say, guys, is truth is stranger than fiction. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to leave that at there. So don't be afraid of the rabbit hole. Um, Don't be afraid of, you know, going through the dark night of the soul. Because that's where we grow the most and that's where we learn the most. All right, guys. Lesson number three. Grow at your own pace. Yes. Grow at your own pace. Um... (laughs) This this lesson and this understanding and being comfortable with that statement in itself would have saved me a lot of trouble, stressing myself over really nothing. Um, the way I see it, guys, there's 8 billion people plus, we don't really know, let's say 9 billion people in the world, which means that there are 9 billion ways at least of doing something, of thinking of something, of perceiving things, so... When we when we put ourselves against these timelines that are really arbitrary, um, it, it it can hold us back more than we really think. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with deadlines, right? There's nothing wrong with saying that you want to achieve something by a certain time. But all I'm saying is just be careful of constricting yourself with that rhetoric as well. You know, just be careful of putting yourself in this box and making yourself feel like you need to be somewhere when that's not really where you're going. So grow at your own pace, you know, just enjoy the race. Lesson number four, it's hard, but that's not a reason not to do it. I'll say that again. It's hard, but that's not a reason not to do it. I actually <laughs> I I this was directly something I heard from someone um, when I used to go to school in Swaziland, I remember there was this girl um, who was in like leadership and we were planning an event and I was helping out. And I remember somebody was like kind of complaining because we had wanted to to move um, couches from one place to another place. And it was a little bit far. Um, and this person was like, but it's going to be hard. And I just remember this girl saying so, when has something being hard ever been a reason to not do it? And that always stuck with me, you know, it actually always stuck with me. And it's something that I've had to remind myself of a couple of times this year and in my 19 years of life. Um, uguti, like, just because something is hard, that's not a reason to do it. Even the things you're passionate about, to pursue those, it's going to be hard, but that's not a reason not to do it. Um, So that's just a reminder to myself not to like, you know, not to be lazy, not to be comfortable, um, to, to really accept challenges as they come and embrace them, you know, because challenges are beautiful. They are opportunities for growth. So yes, that's lesson number four. Lesson number five, be honest with yourself, Gugu. (laughs) Be honest with yourself. Um, I think being honest with oneself is probably one of the very first steps to self-love you know we always talk about self-love and self-love and all of this and i think for me the, the 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 thing that allowed me to really get into that place of loving myself and get into the the work that is required to heal and to get to that stage was just being honest with myself um We've talked about reasonable accountability before and that all ties in with it um, because when you're honest with yourself a lot of the illusions and the the things that you've created in your mind um to to kind of facilitate what is happening around you they'll be shattered because you'll realize that that's not being very honest you know like perhaps i'm blaming myself for something that i don't really need to and then on the other side of course there's the side that tells us well i need to be honest with myself like I procrastinated with this, this, and that, which is why I don't have this, this, and that. So there's no reason to be upset about not having this, this, and that. It's about recognizing um, what I didn't do or what I did do to get the des- to get the outcome, and adapting it to get my desired outcome instead of the one that I have. So long story short, be honest with yourself as far as relationships all aspects of life just be honest with yourself (laughs) okay lesson number six it's okay to go on the road less traveled it is and it really is um (laughs) i think i i i'm somebody who i have a i have a rebellious spirit inside of me where as soon as i'm being told that i have to do something i begin to question it and i want to in fact go the opposite direction just to see what what you're talking about and before i used to think of that as a bad thing but i had to realize that a lot of that comes from conditioning because at the end of the day um (laughs) the road less traveled um is often the road that will lead to the most fulfillment and it's not because it's the road less traveled, it's because you're being true to yourself. So if you're being true to yourself and you find yourself doing things or, or aspiring for a life that not many people are aspiring for, honor that, you know, you need to honor that and you need to understand that it's okay to go on the road less traveled. Like I said, guys, 9 billion people then that means there's at least 9 billion ways to do things. There's at least 9 billion ways to live life. So don't constrict yourself and make yourself feel like you have to go where everyone else is going or you have to do what everyone else is doing. You really don't. Um, And that's what I learned. Alright, lesson number seven. Nurture your relationships. Yes, this one was a difficult one for me to learn because um i think i think i've been jaded (laughs) and i had kind of come to a point where i was like i don't really need anyone you know i was like i don't really need it's fine i can do it by myself and everything and i had to recognize that yes although that may be true right there are many things that you can do by yourself and in fact i'm always an advocate for um people being independent for us being independent on on this journey of healing um because at the end of the day you are the person you have to spend the most time with in this lifetime however it is important to have relationships i realized that this this year um because i i i witnessed that playing out in my life where if it hadn't been for certain relationships and the people and the value that they bring to me um, you know, I probably might have figured it out by myself, but that relationship is, is an integral part of, of, of human nature. And it's important that when you have good relationships, you nurture them. You know what I mean? Okay, lesson number eight, honor yourself honor yourself i think honor is a very very powerful word and it's a beautiful word um, that that kind of ties in with the concept of love yourself you know the self-love theme Um, and i think with that loving yourself comes honoring yourself right and honoring it, it emphasizes that we have to prioritize ourselves we have to prioritize our growth because we understand that at the end of the day when our cup is filled then that is the only time when we're able to really pour into other people and pour into our projects and pour into everything else around us but if we don't honor ourselves we're not honoring anything else regardless of how much we are exerting ourselves and how much we think we're giving we're really not honoring anything else because most times what happens is if your cup is empty and you think you're loving on other people most times you could even be stealing from other people's cup you know but you don't really realize that um because you don't honor yourself so to make a long story short guys honor yourselves put yourself first um it's 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 okay you know i'm not saying that you can put yourself first all the time but honor yourself you know do do, do good by yourself um, because you will thank yourself and everyone around you will thank you for it all right <clears throat> lesson number nine become the student to become the master now I'm pretty sure most of us have heard of this you know uh, sentiment in in one way or another, and for me, this was something that was very important um, in terms of my journey and how I perceive where I'm at in life. I had to realize that the more that I <laughs> made myself a master of something, it just showed how much or how little rather I knew. But the minute that you make yourself a student, you become like a sponge and you are ready to absorb knowledge because there, there's no way that you can know everything, right? There's just no way you can know everything. But the more that we put ourselves in, in positions of being students of life, the more that we master because there's nothing that we're shutting ourselves out from. Um, I think that, that that's something that I've noticed a lot of people... Um, Are missing you know it's just that that um that attitude of being humble and understanding that you are a student of life you know we learn things not only in the classroom you know not only from a textbook but from life every single day we have opportunities to learn something to grow to become better and so becoming the student or or perceiving yourself as a student of life I believe will in fact make you make you a master you know um the minute somebody says they know everything then I know that they know nothing at all um but hey that's just me (laughs) okay lesson number 10 you guys romantic love can wait yes this is a big one (laughs) this is a very big one for me um, when it comes to romantic love, um, I think, even in fact, to, to separate love and to categorize it like, oh, there's romantic love, there's familial love. At the end of the day, I think love is just a word we use for um, an expression, you know, of feelings that we can't really explain um, that prove that we care about someone or something. Um, but when it comes to romantic love, if I could talk to myself when I was like 16, I would say, baby girl, <laughs> romantic love, it can wait because at the end of the day, you know, we, I think when we're young, we get very excited, you know, the reality is m- many of us don't have very many good examples of healthy romantic love. I know many of us do and shout out to y'alls and your, and your guardians and the people who were able to show you that because I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's the the first step, you know, before we can even try to do that on our own, is to look for healthy examples um, of what we can look forward to. But I think for me, um, I I didn't have very many healthy examples, you know, and I I didn't have a very good idea. Um, Now, of course... Going through certain experiences made me stronger, it made me wiser, it made me more mature, Um, I learned things that, you know, maybe I wouldn't have learned um, if I didn't have to learn them, right? Um, But even more than that, I think a lot of energy that I spent and I I used on romantic endeavors and, you know, all of those things... Could have honestly been used on just bettering myself, on working on a relationship with with myself, on filling my own cup, on becoming the best version of me, on developing my skills. Like so many things that I think are so much more important than the romantic love that you know I, I was seeking at some stage in my life. Um, and I think it's normal sometimes we do that you know we we want to latch on to to love we want to latch on to many things um, for some people it's drugs for some people it's relationships but it's it's that needing to latch on to something um, you know in search of what can only be found within yourself and so if there's something that I could have just told myself you know when I started you know involving myself in romantic things, I would have just told myself that it can wait. You know, it really can wait. What's more important is that you develop yourself, you know. So, that is why that's lesson number 10. Okay, lesson number 11. Make time for fun. Okay, so let me tell you guys something. There was a point where I... I was literally like I was just working, going to school, and i I didn't I didn't have many friends um, mainly because I didn't really allow myself to make friends. I didn't allow anyone to get close to me. I would just lock myself up in my room, go to work, do this, get groceries, like only do what I needed to do, you know and what then happened was because i wasn't feeding that side of myself that needed to have friends that needed to do fun things that needed to have some sort of um break from the mundane aspects of life what happened then was i would do very impulsive things that sometimes were dangerous um but i'm always divinely protected thank thank the most High for that but the th- the fact of the matter is i i would do very impulsive things and i would do very irrational things um that were just not good and i realized this yeah that it's because i didn't make time for fun i didn't make time for creativity i didn't make time for those things um i, I literally just boxed myself in and did only what was necessary and i was simply existing. You know, I wasn't really living. And it's so important that we make time for those things, you know? Um because then when you do that, you're feeding every every aspect of yourself. I think sometimes you forget that we are multifaceted human beings, right? We have so many sides to us. We have so many parts of us that need to be fed, that need to be nurtured. And yes, the part of you that wants to just have fun, go on a picnic, go out. Maybe you like to, you know, drink with your friends or I don't know. what, Whatever your idea of fun is, you need to make time for that. Um, because at the end of the day, guys, <laughs> life is not just about... The things you think you need to do—it's—it's it's a very multifaceted experience, and we need to make sure that we're nurturing every single side of us. So, yes, that's that's why that's lesson number eleven. Um, make time for fun. Lesson number twelve: You are only at war with yourself. Yes. So, <laughs> this is something I I i i've had to remind myself a lot this year um you know because i've realized like there'll be times when um maybe i need to go out somewhere do something and i will be so stressed about what i'm going to wear like i will literally spend 30 minutes changing my outfit like like it's so crazy and I get so, um, what can I say? I get so overwhelmed by these thoughts, you know? And I'm thinking about, oh, my bag is like this. Oh, my stomach is like this. Oh my gosh, no, but like my boobs are showing like this. And then, oh my gosh, but my hair. And I will I will spend an hour, waste an hour rather, um, just changing my outfit because I'm so concerned about what I think other people are going to think of me. And that's when I had to realize like, you know what you are at war with yourself because the reality is i mean i think the older that you get the more you realize that people don't really care about <laughs> like they don't really care about what she look like like people have bigger issues they're worried about themselves um so i think that's something that was a big lesson for me um you know in these 19 years it's just realizing how i hold myself back with my own perceptions and you know i'm i i, I make myself believe that that's other people's perce- perceptions of me that's why you guys the mind is a very very powerful tool the mind is a very powerful tool and if you're not careful you you it can be weaponized against you. You can weaponize your own mind against yourself. That's when you don't have control. That's when you're not aware. That's when you're not working on your consciousness. But once you understand that your mind is your most powerful weapon, you want to take care of that. You, know, you want to make sure that you're cleaning your weapon once in a while. You want to make sure that it still works. And most importantly, you want to make sure that you're not using it against yourself so for me i always try to remind myself whenever i'm trying to project insecurities and i'm trying to predict or anticipate um bad scenarios i have to remind myself that i'm only at war with myself you know there are many books that will go through this kind of same ideology there's outwitting the devil by napoleon hill um, then there's the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, just to name two, um, where they really go over that all is mental and most importantly, it's about how you perceive yourself and what are you doing with that feedback. Um, we all suffer from negative programming, at least that's what I believe, um, but we just have to make sure that we're working each day, you know, to kind of go, to, to kind of, it, it's an everyday battle you know (laughs) it's an everyday battle um for for the bigger war but yes lesson number 12 was you are only at war with yourself lesson number 13 it kind of goes um hand in hand with lesson number 12 actually and lesson number 13 is nothing will cost you more than your peace of mind um someone was telling me, or, or they asked me, rather, um, we were discussing something that was, I don't know, I was stressed out or something, and they were, and they, they asked me, would you rather be at peace with the world, and at war with yourself, or would you rather be at peace with yourself, and at war with the world, and it really, <laughs> it really was a good question to me that made me understand the framework of how this peace of mind thing works. Um, the, the fact of the matter is peace of mind costs you a lot, you know, it may cost you friendships, it may cost you relationships, it may even cost you opportunities in work, it may cost you money, it costs you a lot of things. And this is why we see a lot of the great mistakes or people who we consider great There are many times where they'll just disappear out of nowhere. They will just disappear and you won't hear anything from them. And people wonder, like, why would they walk away from money? Why would they walk away from the career? They were doing so well. Um, I think of Nina Simone. I absolutely love Nina Simone. There was a time when Nina Simone, the media was up her ass about all of these things. Everyone was talking about her. I remember there's a time Nina Simone she just left. She went to Africa like she just dipped and left and no one heard anything from her. And when watching her documentary, she said, "I needed my peace of mind. I needed to get away and I I I would like us all to be encouraged and to understand that peace of mind, no matter the cost, I believe it is worth it." Because again, if we go back to lesson number 12, where we talked about your mind being your greatest weapon, you have to protect that. You have to protect your weapon. You have to protect the only thing that can elevate you, the only thing that can really get you to where you think you want to get. If you don't protect your peace of mind, then there's no way that there's there's no way that you'll know peace anywhere else if your mind is not at peace. So again i know it may cost you a lot of things it will cost you a lot of things and i myself am going through that (laughs) dark night of the soul where i'm just uh, man it's okay like i'll just cut it out i'll cut it off it's okay like it can leave me you know if it's not contributing to my peace of mind i don't need it that's just where i am and honestly i would encourage us all to 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 think of our peace of mind more um, and to consider the costs <laughs> and the benefits that come with it. Because to me, I think um, the cost of it is worth the benefit. Um, okay. Lesson number 14 There is no correct way to live life. Yes. This relates well back to lesson number six, which was, it's okay to go on the road less traveled. Again, I'll say this again, 9 billion people, there's at least 9 billion ways of living life. There's no correct way of living life. Um, Oftentimes, people will project, we project all the time as human beings, we are humans you know we we project the ranges that we have and we 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 reflect off of one another um it's a beautiful system in that way um but don't allow yourself and don't allow your life to be lived through other people right or don't live your life for other people. I think that's... Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Don't live your life for other people. Um, and don't allow the people to live their life through you. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Um, there is no correct way to live life, you know. If... You want to dip, you want to go off the grid, go off the grid, do what you want. If you don't want to go to school, don't go to school. If you want to go to school, go to school. But like, just make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, make sure that it is coming from you. Because, and my dad told me this once, um, (laughs) we were talking about something, about a decision that I was making, and he said, I just don't want you to one day say, you know blame someone else and say if only you you know i wish i had done this whatever you do make sure that 10 years from now you can honestly say that no matter how it turns out it was a decision that you made by yourself and you can be confident and comfortable with that whether it means that it it worked or whether it doesn't work but the fact that you made that decision it must be something that you're comfortable with and that that that's just what that emphasizes there's no correct way to live life so stop looking to other people to tell you what you need to do at what stage and honestly i'm like note to self at this point because i do that way too much you know um and i think it's human nature Um, We we never want to feel like we're behind. We never want to feel like we're doing the wrong thing, you know. You don't want to be the guy that made the bad investment. (laughs) When everyone was like, I'm going to make this investment and you went the opposite direction. Um, But understand that there is no correct way to live life. And oftentimes, the thing that we are most afraid of doing is the thing that will open up the doors and will make things much clearer for us, you know. Um, The the time when things are the muddiest, you know, when the water is the muddiest, it's usually just before the water settles and things become clear again and you have clarity about your path and about where you're going. So just be confident in yourself. This is where the lessons of trusting in yourself, trusting in source, trusting in, you know, your spirits, trusting in whatever, trusting in life. This is where those lessons become important because if you trust in yourself, you're not going to be worried. You know, you're not going to be worried about, oh, am I doing it the wrong way? Oh, am I doing it? No, because you honor yourself and you understand that what your spirit needs and what your soul needs may be different from the next person, maybe different from the next 500 people who cares if 500 people are doing it and you're the only one who's doing a different thing there's no correct way to live life okay i was going off on that one (laughs) okay lesson number 15 don't worry about problems just create bliss simple right Um, if you're somebody who finds yourself worrying a lot about things, you know, you're up at night, you're thinking about last year, you're thinking about that, 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 that conversation you had with someone last week, you're thinking about what you're going to do in three years, (laughs) you're just thinking about everything, um, and you're worrying about your problems, um... Whatever you give your attention to, and whatever you give, yes, whatever you give your attention to is what will grow. And so, just don't give things that you don't want to grow your attention. Just create bliss, right? And this can be small steps. It doesn't mean that you have to do everything all at once. It's about creating bliss in those small moments making it so that the bliss is flowing throughout your life so that you don't stay stagnant because I find and I have found in my own journey that's one of the biggest things I struggle with um is getting stuck on a problem you know my concerns my worries everything may be valid but then I had to I had to really talk to myself and say, but then does worrying about it actually do anything? You know, wouldn't it be better to just create bliss? Because when you create bliss, the only thing that's growing is the bliss. Right? So, in essence, this lesson is really about just trying not to worry so much about certain things and getting stuck in that because that can leave us in a place of stagnancy where we don't move from a point. We're just stuck on one point and we cannot see beyond the borders of whatever problems we believe that we have. Small actions are important. Small actions are considerable, if I can say that. Small actions matter. Small actions towards your bliss is what's going to lead you to getting out of those problems and not getting stuck in them and that's something that i had to learn and i i I do my best now just not to worry about things like especially if i can't change it i'm I'm not saying at all guys uguti you must just sit around and wait for things to happen that's not what i'm saying you know the we have to there's certain things you can't help but worry about and think about and it, you know it it, it shows uguti you're concerned about something <laughs> you're trying to change it but all this is saying is don't get stuck in that place don't get stuck on that thought just create bliss even if it's a run even if it's Eating something that you like. Maybe I shouldn't say that. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't say that. Because I mean. I don't think emotional eating is necessarily a good thing either. Um, But guys. All I'm saying is. Okay. All I'm saying is. Hear me out. Okay. If you're the the person who's up at 3am. Thinking about that conversation that you had with someone two years ago and how you could have said something differently (sighs) my darling the moment has passed (laughs) the moment has passed and you're giving attention to something that really doesn't need your attention anymore so focus on creating bliss right um in whatever small ways that you can okay in whatever small ways that you can um i think i think the funny thing is most of us we become scared of that because we're we're very conditioned you know whether that's by school our childhood our environment or all of those things and then some we're very conditioned Um, and i think a lot of us are conditioned for suffering or we condition ourselves for suffering and the first step to breaking that is to becoming a co-creator of your life and saying you know what i'm actually just going to create bliss I'm, I'm actually not going to dwell in this thing that happened um and i'm going to try and turn my back completely to that and give my energy to what it is that i want to see in my life that's all it is okay guys lesson number 16 invest in finding your tribe (sighs) friends and family are great guys but have you ever had a tribe (laughs) a tribe is not a family that you're born to it can be but it doesn't have to be and your tribe is is more important than 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 just friends or just family your tribe are the people who you were meant to meet up with are the people who you know i almost want to say that your paths are destined to meet you know um your tribe is 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 the people who are going to hold you accountable when you cannot hold yourself accountable <laughs> that's why i say your your tribe is different from friends and family because we may have friends and family and we may think that these are you know friends and family but the reality is they might not necessarily be helping you to reach your your, your highest version of yourself they might be there to keep you comfortable in the version of yourself that you are at that moment. Which, it might not be who you always want to be, you know. But your tribe is who's going to elevate you. Your tribe is who is who is going to see you beyond what other people see you for. Your tribe is who is going to be there for you, you know, when shit hits the fan that is what your tribe is and that's why i think it's important that we invest in finding our tribe you know um and invest yourself also in being in being somebody who is worthy of being a part of a tribe you know not just anyone gets to be a part of a tribe you have to show your loyalty you have to prove your your honesty you have to prove your commitment Um, to whatever it is I would say just being committed to being the highest version of yourself and that will always land you where you need to be and with the people that you need to be with that's my belief anyways and the more that I have invested in you know being somebody who 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 anyone would want in their tribe i don't know if that made sense but the more that i've invested myself in being a better person the more that i find i find my tribe i find people that i'm like okay this is somebody that they're they're part of my tribe you know come rain come water they are part of my tribe um and it's very important because as we said in one of the previous lessons um we can't do it all alone you know we weren't meant to um as human beings it's not in our nature to do that so invest in finding your tribe because they will be there for you come rain come water come whatever (laughs) lesson number 17 life has its limitations so savor every moment I think this one is pretty simple. Um, I don't know. We all have different beliefs on, you know, death and we all have different feelings about death and everything and life in itself and what this experience means. But I think we can all agree that there are limitations that that are in this life. Um, and also there are things that we can only really experience in this life so there are things that are limited to this life as well as this life having its own limitations so with that being said savor every moment because even if you believe in let's say you believe in reincarnation, um i, I don't know how it works but i i'm pretty sure you wouldn't come back as the exact same person in the exact same country and the exact same situation that you came here in. So it's important that we savor everything that we have, you know, and try to look into certain things. Like those might be the, the things that lead you to understanding yourself more, you know, understanding your purpose. Um, I'm actually having, I've been having mixed thoughts on purpose and i mean do we do we all really have a purpose is is that really what life is about or is that just something we create and we say um you know just to create some kind of meaning in our lives but regardless i do believe that certain things happen for a reason you know there's a reason why i was born in south africa there's a reason why my name is my name there's a there's a reason i was given the name that i have and so on and so forth i think that those little things and trying to dissect those little things and just trying to think about them a little bit more and embrace them as opposed to running about uh, running away from them embracing them and savoring those 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 details about my life um it, it 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 leads me to 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 different conclusions where i can create meaning for myself in life you know i don't think there's necessarily meaning to be found you know i think you can wait around and wait around and you'll die without without having done anything because you're you're waiting to find some meaning But we can always, 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 always create meaning for ourselves. Um, So savor every moment of this life because there are certain things that are limited to this experience that you have. And I think that the more that we can embrace those um, as opposed to running away from them or viewing them as constrictions or viewing them as such horrible things, um, the closer we can become to becoming active Creators and co-creators of our life and creating meaning for ourselves um, in that sense. All right, guys. Lesson number 18. Embrace failure. Yes, this is a big one. Um, <laughs> one of my biggest fears is failure, right? Just putting that out there. And it is the, the dumbest fear to have seriously because i i just had to think about and i said like let's say i i i let's say i start a business right and um that business fails um because i didn't know how to do my payroll and things are getting out of control and it, it just that that was the biggest problem like i couldn't figure out how to do payroll and i just didn't learn about it being afraid of that failure then prohibits me from learning from it and i believe that's all that failure is really there to do it's there to show us where our blind spots are it's there to show us where we can do better or where we can know more so if i become afraid of that failure and i say oh my gosh i failed oh didn't know how to do that I'm never going to. Instead of just saying, "Oh, okay, I failed because I needed, I didn't know how to do payroll," so let me dedicate this much time to 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 learning how to do payroll. Now there's nothing to be afraid of, right? Because it's almost as if I replaced the word failure with lesson. And this has been the biggest lesson, <laughs> the biggest lesson for me. Um, and you know the good thing is that I'm self-aware, right? So I would say the first thing is have 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 a level of awareness about the things that you fear, um, and have a level of awareness about. Um, the failures, the things that you consider failures and wh- what makes you so afraid of them, what makes you so uncomfortable about them, have that level of, of awareness because you will need that um, in order to embrace that failure as a lesson, right, um, and then once you have that level of awareness, just understand that failure, again, like I know that it's easier said than done, Um i i know i know it's easier said than done but i think it's something that we should always try to keep in the back of our minds because i think that 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 stops us and holds us back more than we really realize um it's just it's just not liking failure not not wanting to be humiliated not wanting to be embarrassed not wanting to do all of these things and what i find the more the older that i get is that these are all just projections because nobody's really waiting to see me like fall i mean there might be some people but in the grand scheme of things that's that's not really what's gonna put me down it is my own lack of belief in myself that's the only thing that has the power to humiliate me or to make me fail (laughs) to begin with um And of course, just understanding that failures are just indicators of blind spots. They're just showing us where we have more to learn. And they're also just showing us where maybe that was not for us, you know? I mean, like, have you ever, you know, failed at something a couple of times? And then at some point you might think, hang on, like, maybe this isn't the thing I should be chasing, That happens a lot of times. And I think sometimes people are afraid of walking away from things. But sometimes that's what that failure is there to show you, you know, especially if it's a consistent failure and you're working at it, then you might have to consider if you are trying to force something into your life that is not really aligned with who you are, you know, and then that's when you have to decide, am I going to keep fighting for this? Or am i gonna walk away and see if maybe the grass is greener on the other side so the big takeaway again to make a long story short embrace the failure because more often than not what i've realized is it's a lesson um and we are our biggest crit- critics you know um we are our biggest critics and that's actually i think that's actually can be a wonderful thing when you know when you're pushing for higher and you're trying to better yourself i think that's actually that can work to your advantage but just have a level of awareness to it and understand when you are abusing that and when you just need to say okay i failed let me just laugh about it and i'm gonna try again next time you know there's really nothing wrong with that okay guys the very last lesson for this episode create your vision and stick to it yes i think this is so important um i think the part of creating your vision particularly is what i want to emphasize here um because i think a lot of the times we may have visions but they not they may not be our visions right um they may be our visions but they may be created from fear they may be created from um confusion and often more often than not those are the times that we cannot stick to something because we actually don't believe in it um belief is a very powerful thing i think knowing is even more powerful and i do believe we are in an age of knowing you know and and really just knowing something but your belief in something can 100 percent change the outcome of what will happen it can dictate what will happen and in the same way the lack of your belief in something especially the lack in the belief of yourself is what can dictate the outcome that you'll have in life so i think that it's important that we all seek to create our own visions you know um and this is not to say that things don't change things change all the time what you wanted when you were 10 may not be what you want now but make sure that you are the manager of your life, you know, make sure that when someone says, I need to speak to management of your, of your being, that it's still you who is management, (laughs) you know, I don't know how else to say that, um, make sure that you are, you, you, make sure that it's you who's creating your vision, (laughs) that's all I'm trying to say, because then there's no one to blame, there's nothing to be upset about. It, it makes life a fun journey. It makes it something that's fun. It makes it a learning experience. Um, it makes it something that you're excited to do, you know, because you are co-creating your life. It's a creative thing. Life is a creative thing. And it doesn't always go to plan, you know. I mean, just last week, I was painting something and it started off as like a bunch of like lavender and now it looks like now basically i'm i'm painting march simpson like a black march simpson and it's even more fantastic than what i wanted to paint before you know (laughs) (laughs) and um i co-created that you know i allowed myself to make my mistakes i allowed those mistakes to guide me to teach me something about which direction i wanted to go so that's why i think it's important and the sticking to it part you know try to stick to your vision you know um even as much as it changes try to stick within the parameters of your vision um don't ever try to live your life for other people. Don't ever try to change your script and your narrative to fit in somewhere where it really doesn't belong. And it doesn't need to. Maybe more importantly, it just doesn't need to. Um, yeah, so... Those are 19 lessons that I have learned in my 19 years of life, you guys. Um, gotta tell you, I, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. (laughs) This is my last year of being a teenager, whatever that means. And I'm not happy about that. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not happy about that. Um, But I have to remind myself that (laughs) most things are arbitrary, you know. Most things are arbitrary, and these are just some things that came out to me, you know, and in my reflections, and um I just wanted to share that with you guys, and hopefully, there are things here that resonate with you, and you know, um by no means is this me saying you have to do this or you have to think this way. Um, but it's just something to think about. Um I think that we all have a lot of pressure, as I said earlier doesn't matter what stage of your life you're at, there's always going to be pressure to do more and do something else. Um, even once you reach your goals, there's going to be more goals that you need to achieve, you know, or that you feel the pressure and the need to to to, to get to. Um, but this was a really fun, you know, exercise for me. Um, one lesson for every year of life. I think I'm going to be doing this you know, for every year of life from now on <laughs> and um, and and it's 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 beautiful, you know, to look back on your journey. It's beautiful to see how much you've grown and I, I hope that you all give yourselves the chance to do that and to see how far you've come, you know. Um you can never see how far you've come if you don't give yourself an opportunity to look back from where you come from. So I would encourage all of us to do that. And um, that was this episode, you guys. Um, I appreciate you sticking around. I hope that you found it <laughs> insightful. Um, and I, I thank everyone, actually, who voted for this topic On the Instagram poll, and I think I'll be doing that more often, just um, getting your guys' opinion on what I should talk about. Because sometimes I don't know, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if they want people, if you really want to hear me talk about that. (laughs) But I'll definitely be doing that um, more often. So thank you to everyone who voted for this episode topic, and um, I hope that you are, you know, thoroughly impressed and (laughs) satiated that your topic was chosen um and maybe we'll talk about the gender wars next week i don't know we'll see but um that's all i've got to say you guys um stay lovely stay blessed stay healing and stay sexy bye